You're listening to How She Creates. I'm your host, Lauren Hooper. This podcast is for the curious, the wanderer and the wanderers, the playful and the joyful. Every week, we're going to explore how to design a life full of creativity and whimsy. Now let's get curious and go explore something. of How She Creates. I am so grateful you're here. Um, If you have not listened to last week's episode, I would highly recommend going back and listening to that because that's going to give you some kind of groundwork for what we're talking about today. Um, But you can always listen and go back and decide if you want to listen to that too. But I just want to thank you for welcoming me back um, to this new season. It's been really fun to see everything that you do while you listen to the podcast. So please keep tagging me in pictures of what you're doing, why you listen. I love, love, love to see those on Instagram. Um, And feel free to shoot me any questions or ideas of things you'd like me to talk about. Hello at lauren-likes.com. It's my email or you can message me on Instagram. I'd love to know what more you want to hear about. Um, Little life update if you are interested. Nothing too big and exciting going on right now. We are renovating our camper, which actually is very big and exciting and there has been a lot of Instagram drama around it because I definitely chose the wrong paint color. It looked really dark in the swatch but then when I actually got it into the camper it's a green color and it's like primary green and in the light it kind of is like Grinch green and so it's very green not the like dark tone that I was hoping for and so I've been trying to make it work before I go out and buy more paint and repaint everything. Um, so we'll see. There's, like I said, there's been a lot of Instagram drama. People, you know, have been voting and telling me it's not going to work. It might work. Um, but I'm sticking it out and I'm really excited. If you don't know, we have a scamp camper from the eighties and it's really, really fun and beautiful, but it's just very plain and very kind of orangey wood inside. So we are repainting everything and trying to make it, you know, a little like oasis for us when we are living out of it this summer because we are taking a six-week trip to the Pacific Northwest. Um, We don't have any actual plans. Uh, We're heading out to the Redwoods. It's kind of our furthest stop on the West Coast, and then we're going to go up to um, Washington State, and then we're going to do all of the northern states. We haven't been to those yet because this is going to be the 10-year anniversary of our first road trip that we did 10 years ago. We did the southern loop of the U.S., and we actually we drove, but we camped out of our car and we, it was awful. It was so, so hot. Um, we just sweated the entire trip. It was so hot. So this year we are going as north as we can, trying to stay in the cool because we don't have air conditioning in our camper. So we are figuring that out. We have a swamp cooler. Um, so we'll see if that's going to do the trick for us. So hopefully it'll be a nice balmy weather and it'll be perfect. Um, podcasts are still going to be coming out. Um, Some I'm going to record on the road, some will be pre-recorded, but there's going to be a new podcast every week because I hate that so many podcasts take breaks in the summer. Um, And I just have so much inspiration and so many ideas I want to share in the summer. So um, you'll be able to follow along with me and I'll be posting, of course, on Instagram every day, our travels and sending out regular emails. So, you know, hop on my newsletter so you can stay kind of up to date. But that's that's it. That's what we're working on right now. We leave in two weeks. So trying to finish that up and trying to finish work stuff up. And I've got my last market. I do local markets. If you're local to Raleigh, you can check out my events page on my site to see where I'm going to be. So I've got one last market and then it's way too hot. I'm done for the summer. And then I'll be, we'll be back in fall. I love, love, love doing markets. 
Um, I love getting to meet people and see what people choose in person and meet other makers. It's really my favorite reason. I, I, I've made all my friends um, through doing markets and, and meeting other makers. It's my favorite, favorite reason to do those. Um, and they're just so fun. So if you have time this summer, please go check out a local makers art market um, in your city. I'm definitely going to be searching for some as we drive across the country so I can stop and just see what other people are making out in different parts of the country and meet new people and, you know, collect some awesome things. So one quick reminder for you, I do have a big sale happening in my shop this week, um, the 9th through the 14th of June. I am have things listed up for 50% off in my Etsy shop and in my course shop. So you can just scroll down and find those or you can find them on my website, lauren-likes.com. And all of my courses are going to be 50% off for that week. Um, it's a big summer sale. I want you to be creating as much as you can and I want to be as helpful as I can. Um, so grab some courses and my Etsy shop, everything is from 10 to 50% off in my Etsy shop. Also trying to clear some summer stock, some stock. So I've got room for new, new ideas and new things to come in this, um, fall over the summer as I gather lots of new inspiration. Um, so you won't even need it. You won't need a code to shop Etsy. Um, the code will be summer for the course shop. So just do summer and it'll give you 50% off all the classes. Um, and if you're listening to this beyond June uh, 14th, you can use code HOWSHECREATES for 10% off um, anytime you shop at all. Um, so that's just a little gift to you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. So now let's get into today's topic. So like I said before, if you haven't listened to last week's topic, we talked about how to find your creative style. And I had a PDF with uh, 20 different tips and journaling prompts for you for that. To go along with the podcast, we talked about different things you could do to figure out what your style was, you know, what medium you like to use, what colors, what, you know, style you liked working in. Um, and so now today I want to talk a little bit more about defining that style. So a few weeks ago, I did a poll on my Instagram and 67% of my followers said they didn't know what their creative style was. Um, and if that's you and you just, like I said, you don't have a clue of what your creative style is or even how to find it, go back and listen to last week's episode and then come join us and catch up here. But today I want to talk about the response and the questions that I received from the topic. A lot of people said, I don't know what my style is or what makes it unique, but I know it when I see it. You know, maybe you're out shopping and there's like a hundred things on the shelf and one of them stands out and you're like, this, this is it. This is going to look great in my home or this is exactly what I want to wear, you know, and you couldn't have gone in and said that's what you were looking for. But when you saw it, you knew it immediately. And so this is normal. You know, we all do this and this is a great place to be. And it's a problem that we can solve um, because that means you do have a style. Um, it might mean you're struggling with some mindset blocks, thinking that your own art is unique. You know, so if you're like, oh, I don't really have a creative style, you know, it's just kind of random, blah, blah, blah. But if you, you know, if someone saw all of your, a bunch of pieces of art lined up, they would be able to say, oh, that one's yours. That means you do have a style. Um, so maybe you're struggling with that mindset block, thinking your art's not unique or it's not, you know, special or recognizable. Um, and we all struggle with this. And I want you to know that your art is unique. What you create is unique. And I want to help you define it so that you know what it is. Um, but we also have to remember that our style is 
always changing and evolving. And so we can narrow it down for a time and we could create a name for it, but soon it's going to change again. And that's totally, totally fine. But when we name our creative style, it helps us know what it is. It gives us direction on what we should say yes to when we're creating and what to say no to. It helps us lean into the art that makes us feel good and create in that really lovely state of flow. So you know what I'm talking about when you sit down and you just start painting and it just feels amazing and you look up and it's been an hour or four and you've made something really beautiful that you love. That is that state of flow. And when we are making art that is kind of in our wheelhouse, in our style, in our, you know, strengths, we, we do that. We can just sit down and get in that state of flow. But if you are just kind of always making randomly and trying to copy other people and trying to see if you can make this work or whatever, then you really never hit that state of flow because you're always like thinking too hard and comparing and looking stuff up. And, you know, so I want to help you get into that state. Um, so if this is you, you have a body of work that you've created. So meaning like a full art journal or you know, a bunch of wall hangings or a bunch of clay things. Um, And you have consistent interest, you know, you're kind of doing the same things over and over again. You just are always kind of sticking to weaving or sticking to painting, whatever that is. And you feel like you can see a thread running through your work. You know, you can kind of see it when it's all laid out. You're like, okay, I can kind of see how these like all fit together. Then you are ready to define what your style is. Um, so first, and if you're like, oh, I I definitely don't, I don't have a style, do this, do this exercise because you might be amazed. So I want you to gather up all of your favorite things that you've created and I want you to lay them all out so that you can see them. And if you know, you create like in a journal, um, take a bunch of pictures of them and put them in a grid and look at them all together. And they don't have to be the same. They just need to be things you love. So, you know, I could have a weaving, a clay item, um, a painting, a pillow, like gather all your favorite things that you have created and look at them as a whole and ask yourself, what do these things have in common? Colors, styles, themes, sizes, the feeling you get when you look at them. What, what is common amongst them? And write that down. And then ask what inspired you to create them? Was it for a function? You know, you needed new pillows. You sewed a bunch of pillows. Um, Did you want to create a really jungly vibe in your home? So you did a bunch of paintings with flowers on them. Um, What is it? What inspired you to create them? Why did you create them? Next, ask yourself, what do they look like or remind you of? It could be a person, a thing, a place, an era, a style. Um, You know, for me, when I look at my work, it reminds me of the 90s. Um, what does yours remind you of? Then ask, who is this work intended for? Is it for people who really love color? People who love the ocean? Is it for moms? Is it for other artists? Who would like it? You know, when they looked at it, who would be like, oh, I want to have that in my house. So think about that. And then what is its use? Is it to be worn, to inspire people to make more stuff? Maybe you do quotes that inspire people. Um, is it to make your walls more beautiful? What was it for? Where do, you, where do you put it? What do you do with it? And now from there, you can narrow down the words that are repeated and the ones that you're drawn to. 
and that seemed to create an overarching theme. So look at your answers to those questions. So that's why you need to write it down. What is coming up over and over again? Is it, you know, travel vibes, outdoor vibes, you know, the ocean, adventure, green, you know, you're, you're coming into a theme here. You know, when you, when you put all of that together, what does that represent? So my own personal example is that I create handmade art teacher vibe clay jewelry for working women who want to wear their creativity out loud. Um, so my inspiration comes from the 90s bold colors and abstract art. My ideal wearer is the person who looks like an art teacher. So think big fluffy hair, brightly patterned bold clothes, always laughing. You know, someone who just wants to have a lot of fun. Looks like they walked out of the 90s. Um, my earrings are for people who aren't afraid to stand out and they want to add fun pops of color and creativity into every aspect of their life. I make these funky designs to bring my favorite era of style back alive and to make others feel electric with creative energy. So you don't have to focus so much on who your work is intended for if it's just created for you. But I do want you to think about it a little bit. Think about who you share your work with and why. Maybe you just share it on Instagram with a group of friends because you want to encourage them to make more stuff, you know, or remind them to be calm and tranquil or take a deep breath. You know, so think about that. That that does play into your style and defining it. So take some time and think through these questions and create a quick little statement for yourself. So mine is, so my style is art teacher vibes. You know, 90s art teacher vibes. That is what I'm going for in my work. You know, and you immediately, when you think of that, you probably think of Saved by the Bell, Nickelodeon, um, you know, bold colors like caboodles fanny packs like that's exactly what I want you to think of when you think of my art um so you can kind of see it already without even needing to see a photo of it right and it helps me when I'm creating I could say okay what am I going to make today obviously earrings because that's what I make a lot of um what colors am I going to use okay well what colors were in the 90s a lot bright purple that bright turquoise blue color um okay so those are the colors I'm using now kind of what style abstract or shapes so I'm going to put those all together um, and I can jump right into that flow state of creating because I have this clear path that I want to continue walking and developing in my artwork and so knowing my style allows me to be able to do that and it allows me to also shop easier you know so I'm not buying really stuffy suits you know I'm buying really brightly patterned clothes bright colors kind of you know the vintage 90s throwback style um you know helps with decor now my decor style is different than my art style so you know I could do these same exact questions for my living room you know I could say I really love vintage stuff you know dark wood stuff green things that have, um, you know, vintage flowers on them. And, you're, you know, you can see that I'm starting to build that, that style of what my decor style is. And so you can use the, this exercise for so many things beyond just your art style. So if you're a creative person and, you know, you want to jump more into that flow state a lot easier and 
create more work that you love and keep developing a similar style, use this week's exercise and last week's exercise to figure out what that is and to really name it um, because I want to empower you to create more boldly in a direction that makes you feel electric. Um, so I have a PDF download for you. If you know, I set all of those questions really quickly. Um, if you are inspired to figure out your own style, um, you can scroll down in the show notes and get that PDF in and start, you know, writing out those answers and doing these activities. And I would absolutely love it if you told me what your creative style is. I would love to hear it. Email me, send me a message on Instagram. Um, let me know and maybe even send me a picture of um, your pile of stuff laid out that you made that you love so much. Um, and if you're having trouble figuring out your style, send me a picture and let me see, you know, your stuff. And I'll give you some words that I see um, reflected back in there and see if that helps you come to a better idea of what what you're creating. And maybe ask people, post on Instagram, ask people what how they would describe your style. Ask people you know. Um, maybe you're just kind of getting stuck. You know, look at it as an out from an outsider's perspective. You know, if you if you get too too hemmed into you know your own stuff, sometimes it's hard to see the forest for the trees kind of situation. But I hope that is really helpful to you, and I cannot wait to see what your creative style is. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to our last quick segment um, of things I'm loving lately. So I love sharing recommendations, especially you know if you find someone who has a similar, you know, style as you when it comes to reading or TV or whatever. It's really nice to be like, oh yeah, you know, I know this person likes this kind of book. So they're always sharing really good ones and I can, you know, use that to bolster my own list. And um, so I kind of hope that 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 is what I'm able to do for you if you have similar taste as I do, or if you're just looking for something new. Um, So this week I am reading a book called The Book Woman of Troublesome Creek. It is such a good book. One of my librarian friends recommended it to me. Um, It is set in the 30s, 1930s, in the hill country of Kentucky. And it is about a woman who is a essentially like a traveling librarian. She rides her donkey um, through the hills and these like crazy, crazy trails through the woods to take books to people who don't have any education or access to education. And um, people are just so thirsty for the books and for learning. And it, she is kind of an outcast of society. So um, it is an amazing story of how she is connecting with these people and how committed she is, no matter how dangerous this job is, to bring books and learning to the people who who are desperately craving it. And so she, you know, has these amazing relationships with all these people that are very complicated and you just learn so much about a very different way of life um and so again it's the book woman of troublesome creek especially if you're a reader you will love reading about reading um and you can read it on scribed actually scribed is like a um, netflix for book app um you can read you can use my code and read for free for two months so like i said it's like netflix for books so you get unlimited books audiobooks podcasts sheet music comic books all that kind of stuff um it's just an app you download you can have it on all of your devices and so this book is available there um you can find it at lauren-likes.com scribed s 
C-R-I-B-D. Um, or you can just scroll down and click that link and you'll get two months for free. I mean, I believe it's only like $9 a month after that. It's totally worth it. I use it. My husband and I share an account. We use it so, so, so much. Um, next up, listening. I am currently listening to Wide Open Spaces Radio on Spotify. If you like, again, with the 90s, country music from the 90s, 2000s, if you share my same sentiments that country music is currently being ruined, um, you can message me on Instagram and I'd love to rave about it and rant about it with you. Um, but the like that Garth Brooks, Faith Hill, Martina McBride, the Chicks era, that was just some good country music. Um, so if you search Wide Open Spaces um, and create a radio station based on it, it is, oh, it's so good. Um, I, right now I'm watching physical on um apple tv plus apple tv plus i don't know what the difference of whatever um it is a kind of an amalgamation story of how uh in the 80s when the workout videos were started to create started getting created um that like at home aerobics craze happened um and rose Byrne is the main character and i do have to tell you huge trigger warning she has a very severe eating disorder um very severe and it it has a lot of adult content um so you know those those warnings but it is a fascinating story um and the costumes and everything are so beautiful and dreamy um i want to live in their house and wear all of her clothes it's amazing um but the story is so interesting as to how kind of this phenomena happens um so the second season just came out so you can go binge the first one and then it comes out weekly um on apple tv plus it's so so good um and then i right now i am loving olive in june you may have seen this all over the internet it is definitely how i got sucked in and it is absolutely 100 percent worth it olive in june is a nail polish company um and the best nail polish i've personally ever found was polish i got in korea and they actually have their nail polish produced in Korea. And it's also seven free, which means it um, doesn't have as many of the bad chemicals. And I got their pedicure and manicure set. And I was getting manicures like every couple of weeks. And now I can do everything myself at home. And it is the most legit pedicure and manicure I can give myself at home. I have learned so much. I did not know um, about taking care of my nails and how to do things myself and my Nails all look so fantastic. The polish lasts so long. It's such good quality. Um, they have lots of video tutorials on how to do things really well. And the tools are just really, really cool. I've never seen tools like this um, or had access to ones this nice and like a whole set. And it's not super expensive. Um, and you can, you know, just buy stuff like one or two things. You don't have to buy the whole set. But um, again, you can get 20% off. I've got a link for you down in the show notes. Or you can go to lauren-likes.com slash olive and um try some stuff out so i love painting my nails it's a big part of my creativity it's one of those things that i get to do kind of like that flow state pay, not really paying attention um but just being able to like paint them and change the color and so every time i look down there's like a little jolt of color and inspiration for me that i've got going on so it's just a big fun thing that i do that's like part self-care part creative expression um so i love to wear like you know ombres on my nails and do like different designs and stuff it's a very fun way to be creative that's not permanent you know it doesn't matter like i can just wipe it off and in a couple of days it's going to chip off anyway or i'm going to remove it 
Um, so I love doing my nails. And if you do also, or you don't, but you need to, I can highly recommend Olive and June for you. All right, so that is everything I have for you today. So quick reminder, the PDF of questions for today, if you, you can get that so you can journal through some of those. Um, send me any questions or recommendations you have. Hello at lauren-likes.com. And don't forget the sale is gonna be happening June 9th through 14th, 50% off all my classes, use code SUMMER, or just Etsy will just have the discount added. Um, and what you can look forward to next week, I will be back with my first um, interview of the season. I have Kate from Anthropology oh, on, and it's such a great interview. She is the head of window design um, for the whole company. So kind of all the ideas start with her. And then if you've been into anth anthropology, all the beautiful things you see there um, get trickled down from her to the, lo to the artists that are in store. I learned so much about how all of this works and was so inspired. She has so many good tips you know, for you, if you were trying to work on a big project or find inspiration um, for new things. And it was just a fascinating interview. So I can't wait for you to hear that next week. You can get all of the show notes, listen to all of the podcast, lauren-likes.com slash podcast. All the information you, you need is going to be there. Um, and please make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and a rating. Um, I would love to know what you think. And the more you do that, the more fun people find the podcast. So thank you so much for hanging out with me and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to How She Creates. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to know more about the show, please visit lauren-likes.com slash podcast and be sure to sign up for the newsletter to know when new episodes are out and to stay up to date with all of the crafty creative happenings around here. If you would take a moment to leave a rating and review on iTunes, that would be so helpful to let me know what you thought of the show and share with all your friends on Instagram by tagging me at Lauren Likes Blog and using the hashtag HowSheCreates. Until next week, I hope you get curious and go explore something.